0: Second episode of Higher Fidelity, uh, the music discussion podcast that got way out of hand in its first episode, ended up being over an hour long. We're, we're striving to maintain a twenty-five to thirty-minute bite-sized mentality without losing any of that pedantic charm. Uh, someone said that phrase is an oxymoron. To them, I would say that they are a poxymoron whose horizons sadly <laughs> aren't as broad as their mindless taste. But. We welcome all, even the jack-of-all-genres, masters-of-none You know the type, you know, they, 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 they like everything man! And in a funny twist, no one likes them I'm Peter Ross Farley O'Hanlon and I'm joined by Ross, Evan Walsh Farley and Evan, Peter O'Hanlon Walsh What well, oh, are are you today? Uh, I'm transcendent
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm, all, I'm all good
0: Brilliant, uh, what did Zen Arcade do this week? What did Zen Arcade do? Does Zen Arcade had their usual uh, jam-packed roller coaster of a week um, Did we do a half a demo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We worked on a song called uh, "By His Own Hand," which is a cow as the the second uh, of what's hopefully going to be a cowpunk trilogy mm. on our first album. Yeah, uh, the
2: the cowpunk revival
0: starts here, uh, and no one gives a shite mm, Third, not even third wave,
2: second wave cowpunk. Would it
0: only be second wave?
2: Probably. Nah, no, 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 maybe. Th- we could we could convince people it's third wave. Maybe Jack White. A I don't mind being that cowpunk
0: moment well Lil Nas he's, he was second wave <laughs> oh sorry no he, he's third wave he's made us fourth wave then. <laughs> oh Christ before, was the fourth wave of anything good like, even the fourth Reich was pretty shy <laughs> didn't even get off the ground <laughs> uh, ok and something I noticed in the last episode was uh, while editing it was that the uh, intros into each section were divinely uninspired so uh, we're trying to give more variety mm-hmm. into going into each section mm-hmm. so uh, loop the loop this section is called Sonic
3: Seconds.
0: Yes, we're here, we're back again, Sonic Seconds. Uh, if you didn't catch the first episode, it's fine, don't worry, stop crying. Uh, this is a section where we pull Less than two seconds out of a song and just discuss whatever it is about the tonal quality of it that just makes us really
1: like it. Uh, Ross, you're up first. Well, first. My Sonic Seconds is one second of Sonic. And it's from Shake Some Action, brackets, the proper 1976 version. Glad you clarified. Sorry. <laughs> He's the <best> fluff <laughs> on the laptop is out. Well. But yeah, it's just the, it's the woo. <laughs> Cause it uh, it's just fucking brilliant. It kind of kind of sounds like Tom from Tom and Jerry just got pierced in the arse <laughs> with something very sharp.
0: Yeah. Pierced. I like that. <laughs> I like the use of the word pierced fun uh, by the word arse. Yeah. I, I do uh, yeah, love the slight delay in Tom taking off when he does get skewered in the bum. Mm. Uh specifically the one where it's he's putting the pool cue. Down in the corner the pocket, and he has the oh comes yes. around the top one and pokes right mm-hmm. there. Fantastic. We Definitely. all
2: love, we all love that. Okay, we all love some bit of bit of Tommy yelping action.
0: We do, we do love sphincter mutilation, mm. which are very in good this, actually. Metal in this meta house. In this house. Uh, so my Sonic seconds is uh, uh, typically for me.
2: <laughs> yes, everyone knowing that I love power abso- pop and, I, 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 and, Yeah, I was absolutely bowled over by how utterly clichéd the choice this is. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. you know, everyone knows right, like Dr. Friel get in the hood. That's yeah. me, you know, uh, and this is, uh, oh, Superman by Laurie Anderson. Mm. Uh, it's unpredictable. I'll, I'll just play it and then we'll speak about it. Oh, 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 oh,
3: oh, oh, oh,
0: oh. <inaudible> now, that, <laughs> the song Oh Superman is a... Uh, a translation of an aria by Jules Massonet from 1885 called Le Cid. We all know Massonet. Yeah. Big fans, oh, big yeah. fans. Oh Massonet. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to seeing on the next record, I think it's going to be great. Mm. And it's, yeah, it's oh Superman, oh Judge, oh Mom and Dad. It uh, means nothing. The song is palpable nonsense and it's eight and a half minutes long. Uh, the back and track is just like her going ah, ah, ah to, this, like, to a heartbeat, to the rate of a heartbeat mm-hmm. for some reason. But it's she sings through a vocoder, which gives a really nice uh, vocal yes. sound. But it's the, the oh, mom and dad. It's the the three notes going down. It's the same notes that... The same descending notes that are in September Girls, like we were talking about on Monday. Yeah. The December boys got it bad. September Girls, Big Star
2: for all you pop pickers at home.
0: I don't know what it is about, like, the tonal quality of that... Mm. Of that cadence that just really... Jingles my Peter Tingle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fantastic. Very, very good. You only discovered Big Star this week. Only yesterday we we opened Roth's eyes to the world of Big
1: Star. Knew who they were, obviously, but... Had... I would never have been able to name a song. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's it's absolutely fantastic. Great band. Very, very
0: very fun. Uh, it's just yeah, and we got to hang out with Jody. Yes, former, triple big star ago. in Memphis during our first tour of America. Took us around Arden Studios mm. for ages. Cheers, Jody. Love you, Jode.
2: <laughs> I'm up. So this is a. This is a, a very a very split second of Sonic in in the way that you absolutely totally and utterly ripped up and then rewrote the rule book of who you are and everything you stand for as a human being with your choice and changed everyone's perception of you forever. I've decided to go with Doctor Feelgood <laughs> <laughs> for my Sonic second. I'm working my way through all the all the musical musical heavy hitters in my life. Um, did we have What we have, what was my Oh no Roy Wood Was my last sonic second And then I had the who For my lyric In the first mm. one So I'm working through All the people That come to define My life musically uh, And so this is The first Dr. Feige Thanks for me uh, Yeah well you're on the way You're episode 3 i pathetic The uh, <laughs> Yeah the opening Opening drum fill Of this Dr. figure Track Every Kind of Vice. Uh, from the Private Practice album, also the Beast Making Alcohol. That didn't have a big impact
0: on you, that album. Not even literally. Shut up. The, co- the cover of that album doesn't fucking terrify me. <laughs> like they also tried to find a man who looked like the logo of a caricature that they drew. Mm. A highly unrealistic drawing. And then went, let's find a man who looked like that. And terrifyingly did they find a man <laughs> who looked like that. They managed to find the total, actual, real-world personification of this man. Um, the fact that he's about to... And aesthetize you as well mm. is horrendous It is an absolutely Not pleasant uh,
2: Nightmarish, nightmarish They should have concept. done a,
0: a like a scratch and sniff thing of the album where mm-hmm. you'd scratch that section and genuine nitrous oxide would come out <laughs> and knock you unconscious so yeah. that you wouldn't have to listen to it But please, tell me why you love it <laughs> Cause it starts like this mm, Can't argue with that No, um, that <coughs> that
2: obliterates
0: major hole in those, my opinion Those men had big arms very big, big not forearm. even in real life. Just big forearms. M- yeah, subconsciously had big forearms. Yeah, uh, Liberllo's voice is like two big
2: forearms with uh, with anchors tattooed on them. Yeah, Popeye. the Libra is Popeye. Pop not Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Doctor Figgard have had an endlessly massive impact on my musical life, and uh, that's just one of their one of their more kickassy moments. Mm. John, uh, not John B. Sparks, John B. Sparks is on bass, the big figure, big figure on the drums Um, Amazing production, ama- amazing film Was this produced by Nick Lowe, this one? Uh, no, it actually wasn't, it was produced by a fellow called Richard Gotterer, which I don't know how to say that name properly Oh shame um, Produced the first Blondie album as well, but then there's some Nick Lowe co-writes on this album
0: Brilliant, great, okay uh, uh, Loop to Loop, that was Sonic Seconds We have to keep variety in the bridge.
1: Feast. Magnum.
0: Okay, so, uh, right who wants to lead in second best? Again, give it variety. It being the life of spice. The splees of pife. The life of pie. Damn, dirty
3: ape! (laughs) This is (laughs) second best. Second best.
0: This is the second best, uh, again, as if you missed the first episode, shame on you This is the section of the show where we discuss what we think are the best second lines in songs Because no one ever speaks about them The first line is only as good as its second line Who wants to go first?
1: I'll go first again Don't go first again? Have oh, you go first
0: Okay So, much in the same way as
2: I uh, played the predictable card on anyone who knows me even remotely well with Dr. Good, I'm, I'm back in Roy Wood, uh, back in Roy Woodland for my uh, second best Cherry Blossom Clinic Revisited is my move song of choice uh, this week, and it is a big kind of psychedelic opus, uh, uh, ode to LSD induced mental illness. You'd be happy to hear. And uh, about someone who's like in some kind of psychedelic kind of uh, mental home (laughs) in in, in an extremely late 60s way. A subject that will be tackled very differently today. Today, but in the sixties, is tackled with a sort of a upbeat, upbeat, surreal sort of quality, and so that means once we get into the the song part, I'm kind of slightly playing fast and loose with the rules because as you do, as I've a, never I,
0: known someone to play faster and looser with rules. Than yeah,
2: rules. yeah, exactly. I uh, I have chosen a song that begins with a spoken introduction, and I'm not counting that. I'm going to when the singing jumps in, but there's a little little uh, prologue explaining the kind of concept of the song and then once we kick in the psychedelia kind of fucking uh, am I allowed to say fucking? we've already done one fucking Ross did the fucking quota okay well uh, this once the kind of the joyful psychedelicness kind of kicks in uh, we're we're greeted with the second line that is turn from hot to very cool though it seems incredible I could ride a bike around the moon (laughs) (laughs) and so that does it for me that
0: gets me in the plums brilliant uh, mm-hmm. Is that it was uh, Are the Dukes of Stratosphere referencing that when they have uh, the track bike ride to the moon? It could well be. Like it is an incredibly Dukes of Stratosphere track and moment. Definitely, yeah. Dukes of Stratosphere are a band people should check out if they don't know them. Uh, it's the XC side project that ended up being more successful than them in a cruel twist of fate. Another another cruel twist of fate in a in a career that was dominated by cruel twists of fate. Mm. Uh, okay, I'll go next. Um, uh, this this sort of uh, I ended up on a bit of a rabbit hole with getting this line. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is someone that I love and they're called Reckless Eric Mm. Uh, Reckless Eric was a musician from the late 70s uh, from England who was a phenomenal anomaly he was a shining incompetent light in the dark cellar of boundless talent that was the stiff records roster Uh, he was not known for his wise business moves in fact almost everything he did was exclusively not very cash money of him (laughs) (laughs) but he did write Whole Wide World which is part of an elite club of songs that through the naive genius of its writers, managed to perfectly distill raw human longing into songs that couldn't be simpler or shorter, and are an almost perfect example of the art form. Uh, you know, I include teenage kicks and there she goes, in that very much so. Yes. And again, I think reckless Eric, Any Lee Mavers, Maver- that, <laughs> Eric, John O'Neill, and Lee Maver- did not know what they were doing when they were writing those songs, which is crucial as well. Um, but the line in question, so the line, the first line is, um, when I was young, boy my mama said to me, and the second line, the important bit is. There's only one girl in the world for you, and she probably lives in Tahiti. Now, I don't like when people speak to children like children. You know, obviously, when you're a baby, goo goo gaga, pee pee poo poo, that's all fine. (laughs) (laughs) Go nuts, go nuts. But once you can verbally respond, you've automatically earned a level of respect that only people give to children. Mm. Uh, and uh, the idea of this mother in this song saying there's only one girl in the world for you and she probably lives in Tahiti the idea of a mother being so painfully realistic with a child is, is delightful to me uh, and it's one of the only good songs that deals with the statistic and probabilities of actually finding love mm. most people marry someone from their hometown mm-hmm. the overwhelming majority marry someone from their country uh, and they all believe that that's the person they're meant to be with mm. someone that they really love and think completes them and that they were meant to be with and is the love of their lives what are the chances that the person you're destined to be with in the universe is born in the same century as you. Yeah, 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 Let alone in the same town and in an appropriate age bracket. <laughs> right? We, we scoff at the 85-year-old men who marry 21 male-order brides from the other side of the globe. That's as likely to be genuine as me finding the love of my life down the road. Right? Mm. Um, Randall Monroe did a study <laughs> on the mathematics of finding your soulmate. And his conclusion came to be that There's about 100 billion people Have ever existed And there's 7 billion That are alive now Mm. That's a 93% mortality rate For your boo Right So And this isn't (laughs) This isn't the conclusion I expected to come to When speaking about Reckless Eric But Your soulmate Mm. is dead Or will not be born In your lifetime Mm. If they are You will never meet them And will settle Disappointingly Mm. But it's a great song
2: Gets you thinking as we've seen It's <laughs> there so, Yes
1: I, Funny enough I don't know if you ever uh, Watched The Good Place No It's just a comedy NBC But that The whole thing is It's the afterlife And that's where you find Your soulmate Never in your actual Living life mm. I mean yeah Do you want to go into that No My turn Take it away Um Mine is Unsurprisingly Same as Evan Going for Dr. Feelgood Mine is Fenton Zawain That's not Dr. Feelgood <laughs> Shit um, no, but it is, um, both of them look quite a bit like Carl Reiner. And it's just Fountains of Wayne, again, setting up um, visually what their song is about. And just, I think it's just a kind of nearly insulting thing to say. It's like, you look so ordinary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what song is it from? It is from New Routine on the Traffic and Weather album. I just want to clarify,
0: I... I wanted to say that for the people listening I know exactly that that's oh, yes. that song. one of my top fans yes. of Wayne songs that's also fans of Wayne's first appearance in the podcast first of yes. uh, an uncountable many appearances that are going to happen for fans of Wayne. they are a band that do know how to open a, a song incredibly well mm-hmm. uh, they in the first three words of their third album they kill someone off <laughs> he was killed by a cellular phone explosion that's a band who know the way around a dictionary you done with that? Oh yeah, new routine. Fantastic song by Fans Away. Damn dirty ape. That was second
1: best.
3: No one's gonna chop it, but we're gonna try.
1: Mars ain't no place for a dame. This is Pete's patent pending. Pete's patent pending.
0: Yes, this is where basically I don't have I don't have a Twitter. And thank God, because if I did <laughs> I don't this... have a Twitter. Goodbye <laughs> at the end, of the end of the episode. I don't have a Twitter. And this little small notebook I have basically is that. It's where, you know, like Sean Locke says, Twitter is people walking around their house going, <laughs> mm. you know, and putting it up online. Oh, yeah. This is basically, I, I have this little notebook just so that I don't subject people to the shit that I would put up on my Twitter if I had one. What I'm going to do is I'm going to just very, very quickly pitch some very skimpy product. I I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pitch products that I think are a good idea.
1: And we'll tell you that they're
0: not. <laughs> I'm gonna have i to fly through as many as I can as quick as I can. Um King's Disney musical, Lola and Stitch. Biscuits for scuba divers, Scookies. Right? You can laugh if you want. I just don't
1: understand how that would work, but you know, okay.
0: Um this page just says gravy beans. <laughs>
1: Flat pack footwear, Nikea. I'm in. I'm in, I'm I've so so it's I think some of them have legs. Cookies, cookies. <laughs> I mean, waterproof
0: biscuits underwater for scuba divers. You're, you're you're under there. You're looking at a manta ray. You're looking at some whale sharks, and you go,
2: hmm
0: "I'd love some chocolates." <laughs> but would but putting anything waterproof inside
1: your body is hardly a good idea.
0: I would like to think. Okay, so I think it would be uh, okay. Right, let's 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 dive in. I think it would be. Hey. <laughs> I think so again. Cookies. I think the. There would be, uh, like the way you can add water to condensed milk to make it milk. Mm. This would be a saliva-activated biscuit. So you would essentially put a disc in your mouth. Saliva Mm. would then go, bang, biscuit, lunch. And then you go back to perusing your shop. The only thing is, I would then also need to invent a scuba suit or scuba mask that would have an entry for biscuits. Or just like, we have to create like a feeding tube. Yeah. thing on your side that
1: just dispensed them
0: into it's the They built,
1: in, yeah, built into
0: the mask that they're
2: there the whole
1: it's time lucky,
0: yeah. There is, a, it, there would be a massive choking hazard Because there would be a degree of rate of expansion Once the cookie hits the saliva in your mouth mm. That would need to be taken into consideration uh, And if we do get the ratios wrong The biscuit could grow so large that it could Break the person's jaw and head and sever <laughs> their spine You could have a version though That's specifically designed for taking down enemies A tactical study. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Eliminating foes. Yeah, I mean, the plenty of applications. I think Lowland Stitch has legs. Kinks Disney musical.
1: Yeah, I'm sure oh, you huh? could fit some Kinks songs into the story of Nilo oh, and Stitch. Yeah. yeah. they were an alien. I've never seen a family no, dynamic. No, it'd be
2: the songs from Nilo and Stitch interpolated into the Kinks' life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there'd be right. no
0: Ray Davies songs in this musical yeah. at all. at all. But again, a, a family dynamic never listened to Ohana means family less. Yeah. That's Ray and Dave Davies. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the, That's And what was the other one? Gravy Beans. again, Beans not with tomato sauce, but instead in a gravy sauce
1: You know, I, I'd eat that quicker than than baked beans in tomato sauce
0: uh, your Tomato sauce is, is the sperm of satan uh, <laughs> it Smells disgusting, is disgusting People who eat it need to stop and, and leave me alone This is Nevermind the Fuzz Box
2: So uh Pete you're up first. Now give us your fuzz box riff.
0: What did you want to I did nothing. Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah. Kaiser we got
2: some Brit Pop 2 in the house.
0: Indeed. Uh Kaiser Chiefs I was really sad to learn a few days ago. Released their new album <laughs> That is heartbreaking news ha- That has been heartbreaking news For about seven years yeah. now uh, Duck is the album's it's called Again mm. another Another uh, Victim of Autocorrect I like to think uh, I listened to a bit of it <laughs> It is a ducking mess
1: Okay I'll go up next This is Ross
0: <laughs> You're quiet Brandon Manson Yes Evan Walsh hit me with your fat riffs <laughs> I have
3: absolutely
1: no idea you have me absolutely stumped really? <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> uh, it was the goddamn boys ah oh.
0: Sorry. No, that's all yeah. right. No, no, no that's, that was the that's, that's the aim. F- the aim.
2: That's the aim of the game. I tried to render it in a way that made it impossible to figure out. Well, you accomplished that. You just won. Congratulations, Evan! Yeah, you stumped. You stumped the stumpers. Mm. So, Yep, yeah, birds, Mr. Tambourine Man, for everybody, everybody listening. Yeah.
0: I'm struggling to think of the riff.
2: I can't.
0: What song said you say? I still can't
1: get the song. Right? <laughs> still, still stumped. Okay.
0: Tearing me apart, Lisa. This is yours, mine,
3: and archives. Songs we thought were too bad to release, though they'll turn to gold dust once we're through the hard for yours, mine, and
0: archives. Yes, this is yours, mine, and archives, where. We, uh, as the jingle suggests, dive back into our hard drives and bring up an old demo uh, that we think you might enjoy, that we were never going to release because uh, it's a terrible idea and just we thought it would be fun (laughs) for people to hear. Uh, This was, uh, obviously Nick Lowe Mm -hmm. uh, wrote Roller Show about the, About the Bass City Rollers. He did. Uh, released in Japan was a huge hit, a- accidentally, he didn't mean to. Yeah. The man has had more accidental hits than he's had hits that he wanted to have. It
2: was, for for those at home, it was a kind of a a, a, a mocking tribute to the Bass City Rollers, written in all cynicism to get him a, to get Nicola Wella a record deal, and it backfired hugely when everyone liked it, and he had to do another one. <laughs>
0: uh, and this was around the time that The Last Shadow Puppets released their second album. Yes. And I realized that the name of Last Shadow Puppets perfectly fit into the the meter of the chorus in in Roller Show. Mm. So I thought, "Oh, I'll just do that. I'll do a cynical fan song for a band that like, I'm not huge about. They're fine. This is not written in a I love this band so much. I just wrote I just it was totally, just a laugh. Totally. It's uh, written in
2: a kind of a when these lads picked a band name, they should have known. If you pick a band name with the same level of syllables as Basically Rollers, you 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 know what's gonna happen. You're gonna come in for a paste. Yeah, someone's gonna someone's gonna put your name into a Basically Rollers tribute song.
0: As I did. Yeah. It ended up actually coming out really well. It was good fun, uh, and we perfectly mimicked the Dave Edmonds, Wall of sound sound at the end with the thumping piano. Mm. It ended up coming out really well. We and fucking we, got,
2: we fucking smashed it. We walked it.
0: Yeah. We um we got uh, Anna Becky as well involved. Eleven's mother and sister to do to give us the girly backing vocals. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's great one to do. So this is puppet show. We ready? Yep.
3: Puppets, and everything will be dynamite when I say something like the puppet show tonight. Gotta see the puppets, gotta take it for the last shadow puppets. Gotta see the puppets, gotta take it for the last shadow puppets. Gonna For the last shadow puppets, gotta see the puppets. We got to take it for the last shadow puppets, gotta see the puppets. We got to take it for the last shadow puppets, gotta see the puppets. We got to take it for the last shadow puppets, gotta see the puppets. We got to take it for the last shadow puppets, gotta puppets.
0: For the whole length of the song Oh no we don't have to Uh, (laughs) That was Puppet Show That was again Something that we just released Something that we recorded Just Mm. to waste our time As much as we could First public airing Just finished That was it Yeah so feel free I've I've left you loads of space I didn't do the classic DJ thing And speak over the beginning And the outro So you can perfectly cut that out now And have it yourself as an MP3 You're welcome That was Yours Mine and Archives Yours Mine and Archives <laughs> uh, and that's the end of our second episode. Thus concludes mm. this episode of Higher Fidelity. And uh, looking at the timestamp, it's only 27 minutes. Our bite sized mentality starts now. Hell yeah. Uh, this has been Pete. This has been Ross. This has been Evan. Uh, and we are reminding you to be rooting, be tooting, always be shooting. But most importantly, be, be, be kind. kind.
3: At the top of your